Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Ed Sheeran is a thief, and we have caught him red-handed on the Colleen and Bradley Show on MyTalk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. We are Everything Entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That is Bradley Trainer. Hi. Uh, and Ed Sheeran has stolen yet another song, Bradley. He's a musical rip-arf artist, mm-hmm. and I've got proof. Um, and actually, he's not the only one. So Faith Hill, Tim McGraw, they wrote a song called The Rest of Our Life. And we're going to listen to it in a little moment or a, a little bit of it in just a moment. It's the subject, though, of a lawsuit from Australian songwriters Sean Carey and Bo Golden. And uh, it was filed earlier this week. It claims that the McGraw-Hill song, which, by the way, is kind of fascinating if you think about it, because there's a publisher, McGraw-Hill, and that's their married names together, McGraw-Hill. Oh, that kind is of interesting, right? That's fascinating. Pew! It, uh, they alleged that the couple and uh, Mr. Ed Sheeran, so it's like a threesome thing, blatantly copied their 2014 song, When I Found You. Uh, now, I should say in the quote, they spelled copied, C-O-P-Y-E-D. I wonder if that's an Australian thing. Anyway, uh, they believe that the copying is, quote, in many instances verbatim, note for note, copying original elements of the song, and is obvious to the ordinary observer. Well, Ooh. you guys, guess what? We're ordinary Our observers. ordinary observers. Yes. And so we thought we would uh, run this through the ordinary observer meter and see what you think. So we've got a little bit of the rest of our life. And then we've got a little bit of when I found you. Here we go. Sitting with you in a dark room Warm by a fireplace You know there's just something about you You brighten my day I got something to run past you Right. All right, I think that's enough of that. Like a lovely yeah. little waltz. Yeah. Very lovely. It's a lovely little waltz. Okay, so, so now... So that was the rest of our life, correct? That was the Tim McGraw, Faith Hill, Ed Sheeran, the rest of our life. Up next, Australian songwriter Sean Carey, Bo Golden, 2014's When I Found You. Oh, wow. It's exactly the same song that you just played. 
Today I held flowers. Okay, excuse me, please. That is exactly the same song. I dressed in white. We played the first one again. That is insane. We're listening to. I mean, there's not even a key change, right? No, it's the same damn key, same chords, same meter. The only thing that's different is the tick, 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 tick. That's me. Tick, tick. No, that's Bradley. Oh. oh, the hi hat. Yeah. The tick, tick. And the souped up tempo. Now play the other one. <laughs> we can do this all day. Especially when you get to the voice. Yeah, here I'll do it. There we go. <laughs> Today I held flowers. Oh. I mean it's so un I mean unrealistically or un unbelievably just the same, is it it's not? It's blatant. Yeah. That is crazy. Okay, well this is not I mean I think that Ed Sheeran is turning into a career thief. Well, this is not the first time that not Ed Sheeran has been stretch. accused of. And well, uh, I mean, it's just obvious that he's ripped things off, right? One of my favorite ones is this. So when the song Shape of You came out, it used to drive me crazy because my husband would sing along to it. But he would be singing I Don't Want No Scrubs, the TLC song. And at first I thought, well, you're just trying to be annoying. Then I realized, no, everybody's doing that because he totally ripped off their song. All right, listen. Let's listen. Scrub is a guy. Here we go. Oh, just okay, here we go. Yeah, it'll be here. Ready? Is a guy that can't get no love from me. Caught in the passenger side of his best friend's ride. Trying to holler at me. Yeah, okay. Ready? Here we go. With I don't want no scrubs. No. It's a little uncanny, right? Uh, it, it's beyond uncanny. Okay, so if you're just joining us, we're talking about Ed Sheeran being accused of blatantly copying music. Apparently, it's not the first time. Oh, wait, it's not the second time. Oh, wait. There's another one. Uh, let's listen to a little bit of... Um, or Wait, is this They're Ed all Sheeran? Ed Sheeran. There's Thinking Out Loud, his song, that rips off basically Let's Get It On. Marvin Gaye. Marvin Gaye. And he knows it. So he's in concert right now. And he decides, you know what? I'm going to show you how close these things are.
I mean, okay, uncanny. Yeah, no. Well, he obviously knows. So does he? Okay, now I don't know anything about the music industry, and I feel like Holly's a little bit of a a, a nerd when it comes to this. Is wouldn't they? Wouldn't he just be served to give a writing credit? That would be in his best interest. Mm -hmm. He's done it before. Yeah. And other people have done it before in the past, too. It's like, okay, look, I'm going to avoid any more trouble. I'm going to give you credit where credit is due. Typically, that's the best way to avoid a a lawsuit. Um, But do you have to check with the person before you give them a a writing credit? Because I seem to remember a recent story where a person wanted to give somebody writing credit and that person didn't want to be credited. Mm. Uh, but I might be making that up. That could have been a bad dream that I had. Well, there was Sam Smith was recently uh, in the news for doing something like that, where he made a settlement before the song even really came out, and he credited Tom Petty as a songwriter uh, on one of his songs. Okay, I will say we just got an email or an email a text from our friend Ryan, who's always got the uh, his ear to the um, inside scoop. He's train got the inside track scoop. Yep. of uh, celebrity. And he said, oh, look who just changed their publicist. And it is Carrie Underwood. Interesting. Okay, can we do that? Okay, I know we've got a cheat day coming up, but but speaking of Carrie Underwood, Holly mentioned during the Dirt Alert update that Carrie Underwood has released this new song for the big game for the Super Bowl, and it sounds suspiciously like a Jessica Simpson song. So we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to do the side-by-side comparison of those two things, and then we're going to stick something naughty in our mouths. That sounded really dirty, but just stick with us. It'll be fun, I promise. Okay, bye. Previously on Jason and Alexis. They always seat first class and then that comfort level. The only one ripping off music. Carrie Underwood is as well. It's the Colleen and Bradley show on MyTalk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. We are everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That is Bradley Trainer. And uh, we've been going over all of the songs that Ed Sheeran has stolen. But Holly pointed out that Carrie Underpants also is a song thief. It, she is. And can we'll get to that in a moment. But can I just tell you, we got a tweet uh, oh, sure. during the break from a lovely listener on the Twitter who said, I love y'all, but you have zero rhythm. LOL, I'm dying at y'all trying to sing no scrubs. Mm. I thought we did a pretty good job. I mean, I would like to invite our lovely listener, Lada. Lada candidates, if you will. To call in and feel free to sing. Yeah. I don't like scrubs. uh, We'll do a scrubs sing-off. No, we won't maybe do that, but she can sing. Yeah, we will. Okay, we'll do that, I guess. Let's get over to Carrie but Underpants. While we're waiting, let's listen for to her Carrie to put Underpants. Her money where her mouth is. Let's listen to Carrie Underpants. All right, so this is the new song called The Champion. Carrie Underwood has released this. It is the new anthem for the upcoming Super Bowl. Just listen to the chorus okay. of this. And now it's do or die. I am invincible, unbreakable, unstoppable, unshakable. They knock me down, I get up again. I am the champion. You don't know my name. You can't hurt me now. I can't feel the pain. I was made for this. Yeah, I was born to win. I am the champion. All right, Carrie okay. Underwood is the champion. Nothing about that says football to me, but that's not what we're talking but about. Jessica Simpson is irresistible. Let's mm. listen to her song from back in the day. I know I'm meant to say no, but here I 
Carrie Underpants, she's got some answering to do. On so many things. Yeah. Her face. I don't know what we want first. Her voice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Her song. Her face because she had a, quote, accident, and suddenly her face looked different. Hmm. Really? Yeah. Oh. But she won't show it to us. She'll talk to us, though, when she's ready. Yeah. I, you know, um, that was pretty blatant as well. And also, can we go back to my further assertion that... <laughs> you just said assertion. I did. That... Um, that song does not conjure up feelings of football to me at all. I am the well, I want to note, Colleen, that that's a multi-purpose song because NB- Olympics. Yeah, Olympics too. So uh, NBC, I feel like they commissioned this song so that they could use it for all of their NBC sporting events. Okay, as far as I'm concerned, there's only one good Olympic song. Oh God! Do you know which one? Oh, no. no. Are you serious? You don't know or you're it's not good. Are you I talking mean, Gloria Estefan? No. Well, that was a good song. No. If there, I could reach higher. Okay, here. I'm putting okay. it on there so we I can feel listen like to we're it. We're really not adding to our street cred today. No, this with one our singing. This one is <laughs> this one is legit. I promise you. Remember this one? Yeah, why did we just hear this though? I don't know. We talked about this song a while ago. Did oh, Christina so Aguilera sing it at the American Music Awards? Oh, in her tribute to Whitney Probably yes. she did, yes. yes. Um, you guys, this song still can make me cry. I'm not kidding. We won't test it right now, but this is Whitney Houston singing One Moment in Time. And uh, I cannot for the life of me remember which... Do you remember which... Uh, One moment in which Olympics this was? Okay, I realized that was horrible. That was on purpose, horrible. Yeah. Because um, I can't sing like Whitney Houston. Uh, I think it was for the 88 games in Seoul, South yes. Korea. Oh, so good. Okay. I'll listen to that on my own time later. Thank you very much. Well, um, and a lot of thank you. We'll have to do our sing off later um, because mm-hmm. we've got to get to some naughty things in our mouth. Yeah, we do. Dirty, rotten, cheetah. Cheat day, taste test. Stick this <laughs> So every week we like to put naughty things in our mouth. I have uh, forsworn naughty things of a sugar nature for a while. So Colleen is going to have to do the double duty uh, today. She's going to do some double duty. Hey, it's Mike, and I'm so excited to tell you about Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. We're all busy, and with Factor, eating fresh, never frozen, chef-crafted meals has never been simpler. Two minutes is all you need to heat and eat wherever you are. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from, including calorie smart protein plus and keto get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals each week plus you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time sign up and save we've done the math factor is less expensive than takeout and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious what are you waiting for get started today and get after your goals Head to Factormeals.com slash BTPod50 and use code BTPod50 to get 50% off. That's code BTPod50 at Factormeals.com slash BTPod50 to get 50% off. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. 
happy price, price line. With a uh, fat sack of candy. Now, Colleen, tell the listeners what candy you're about to put in your pie hole. Um, I think Holly, Holly, do you want some? I'll bring you some. Uh, I'm going to wait until Colleen puts this in her mouth before she. You describe it, Colleen, in. and I'll go give Holly okay, some. Okay, so we're looking at the uh, Sweet Heat Skittles. And these are uh, the Sweet Skittles. I want the thing so I can read it. Okay. These are Sweet Skittles. Fruit, they're described as fruity flavors with a spicy kick. And I can't immediately tell by looking at this what the spicy kick is. And that's part of what makes me so very nervous. Um, it comes in a few. Uh, All right. I have them in front of me right now, Colleen. Okay. Comes in a few fruity flavors. We've got the lemon and we've got a blazing mango and some the package strawberry is black. and the f- some watermelon, et cetera. The, pa- the package is black and it kind of scared me. They also have Starburst heat. Uh, which I purchased, but we're going to start with the Skittles. So smell them first. They smell like a... A Skittle? Mm, I mean, they smell like a candy store. I can't explain it any other way. Okay. They kind of smell Skittle, but there's like, it's not quite a Skittle. Okay. That so it smells now, like. Put it in your mouth and don't chew it right away. It smells like a Bath and Body Work candle. Maybe that's what it is. Suck on it a little bit. Is there a, an initial bouquet? Mm-mm. No, I'm just getting the candy coating. Okay, so then crunch. Oh, now I'm getting a little bit melty. Are you getting some um, heat? No heat, yeah. Are you getting it now? Not yet. Does yeah. it taste weird at all? Put some more in your mouth. No, it tastes like a Skittle. Okay, but put more in your mouth. Okay, why do I feel like you're having like a I can't eat sugar moment? Do where it. You're, like, you're it's making it perform mouth. for you. This is awkward. <laughs> it's a little heat, but it's not like a big heat. Like, what does it taste like heat? Mm. How do you explain it, Holly? It's below a hot tamale heat. Yeah, way below. Way oh, really? Below. So it's mm-hmm. very subtle. The heat is extremely but is subtle. But it, is it hot tamale heat? No. Meaning, is it that kind of heat? Not that intensity. Like I'm a saying, cinnamony heat? Is yeah, that is what you're a, asking? Is it a cinnamony heat or like a jalapeno heat? I can't heat? get to it. It would be more cinnamon than jalapeno. Yeah, it's definitely. But I can't like get to it. You know what I mean? What a lame... Oh, but yeah, no. It gets stronger the more you have. Oh, oh really? does it ever. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh. Be dealing good? with that in the next segment. Oh. I'm just saying it'll still be hot. Okay. We got D bags coming up here on the Colleen and Bradley Hot show. D bags. On My Talk 1071. Go. 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 My Talk 1071. Everything. Can you fly this plane and land it? Oh, on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. We are everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer, And these are your D bags. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag. Of the day. All right. So I'm going to give it to Bella Thorne. Mm. Um, You guys have been paying attention to what's been going on. in Bella Thorne. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, In California with the mudslides. Yeah. It's very tragic to think in the United States of America. um, You know, it's not every day you see um, tragedies like this. Seriously. And, and, you know, I don't, I can't even uh, remember right now exactly where we are with the death toll and the, and the people missing, but 
it really is truly a tragedy. Um, not to mention the fact that you know there's damage to uh, the areas and the and properties in the in that area where these mudslides took place, and it's just going to take a while to recover from that, no, right? Oh, for sure. It's tragic. It's devastating. Well, Bella Thorne didn't know it was happening. Okay. Well, what's a Bella Thorne again? Bella Thorne is I don't even know what she is. She's some sort of actressy lady. Um, but she thinks she's important because she went ahead. Uh, and she took to Twitter to complain. Bleep you, 101 to Santa Barbara. I'm missing my boyfriend's first date on his tour. Sad face. Um, Hi. How old is Bella Thorne? Uh, old enough to know better. Let's look at uh, her actual age. Old. Okay, she's She was 20. born in 1997. And uh, she's been in things like Disney Channel's Shake It Up. Mm-hmm. And uh, she apparently played Ruth Spivey in the TV series My Own Worst Enemy. Okay. So she's had a little bit of a career. She's an mm-hmm. ignorant fool. She's a big time, big time has ignorant she, fool. Because I saw this story yesterday and mm-hmm. I know that Rob uh, Lowe called her out. Right. So then um, that was the other thing really quick. I'll just, I'll, because you mentioned it, Rob, Rob Lowe did call her out, uh, replied to her tweet and said, this attitude is why people hate celebrities in Hollywood. Bella, I'm sorry you were inconvenienced. We will try to move out our dead quicker. But uh, my question then is, did has she since responded? Uh, you know, uh, that's a great question. Let us look. Uh, at the time that I uh, f- decided I was going to share this D-bag with you, she had not. But that does not mean that she hasn't um, now. Have you been to her Twitter account? What? Her Twitter account, her last tweet is just kind of, ooh. Okay. Yeah, it is gross. So she did say... After there's a picture of her in, in an outfit and it looks very suggestive. Oh, it, it is very suggestive. Um, she did say bleep just caught up on some news, had no idea why the 101 was shut down. Mm. Get home to your family safe heart. Sounds about right. So it seems like she's, you know, living in such a bubble of her own mm-hmm. um, self adoration that she didn't have time for, I don't know, the news that, even us here in the Twin Cities were aware of. Right? Far, far away. Right. Not in yeah. our backyard. Yeah. Um, also, can I just say for, to the people of California, like, they've had, a, they've had such a tough year with all the fires, and I just wanted to get that off my chest. Thank you. No, thank you. Um, Bella Thorne, you're a D-bag. Bella Thorne, double D-bag for sure. Okay, um, can we talk Tanya Harding? Are because you Tanya, her D-bag? she's oh, having her moment. No, she's having a moment, and we need to call her out for it. Okay, so, which one is she having? Tanya Harding. Um, this particular story broke yesterday that her agent has quit over uh, some requests that the the uh, lady in question has of those rep- uh, doing their jobs. That is reporters. Tanya Harding, apparently her comeback tour has just taken a nightstick to the knee, says one reporter, Uh over her own greed and denial. So apparently she was just dumped by her publicist and agent for, among other things, demanding that journalists pay fines if they dare ask about the kneecapping of Nancy Kerrigan that occurred ahead of the 1994 Winter Olympics. I mean, I, it doesn't work that way. Number one, exactly. you don't get to fine journalists for doing their job. 
Also, Tanya Harding, the one and only reason we are still talking about you at all is because of that incident. So Michael Rosenberg was the guy representing her during the I, Tanya promotional tour. Of course, you know, she uh, was at the Golden Globes. So this guy was doing, you know, uh, yeoman's work. He revealed in a Facebook post on uh, via Twitter on Thursday. Get that? A Facebook post via Twitter. Quote, I, Tanya, is now goodbye, Tanya. Unfortunately, we reached an impasse today on how to treat the press in the future. Her adamant and final position is that reporters must sign an affidavit stating that they won't ask her anything. Thing, quote about the past mm. or they'll be fined $25,000 obviously it doesn't work that way and therefore I've chosen to terminate our relationship yeah good idea she's something else yeah apparently she is I mean she was have, having this sort of rehabilitative moment but I think this sort of just cuts it off at the knees don't you, okay. don't you think Good choice. Right. Uh, he goes on to say, I'm sad as I write this, but at the same time, I'm happy that I had such an adventure with the movie and recreating a new positive image for her in the public eye. And I sincerely wish her the best. Um, but she's crazy. Yeah, I just that's not the way to go about things. Number yeah, one. I mean, like, I know there are some people in this country who think like reporters shouldn't be able to do their job, but uh they are supposed to do their job and you don't get to find them if they don't ask questions right. you don't like. Right. That's not how it works. No. Um, I will say here, I, I saw another and I got to, I'm looking for the actual headline, but you know, um, Tanya Harding has been speaking a lot about her own upbringing and telling stories about things that happened between her and her abusive mother. And uh, I saw a headline here. It is. Um, that her mom is saying those incidents never happened. Um, now, whether or not, I mean, listen, an abusive person will always say that those things didn't happen. That's part of it, right? Yeah. They don't just come out and go, yeah, I did that. But um, but it is interesting how, you know, Tanya Harding, I don't think weighed all of the um, possible outcomes of having this rehabilitation tour that maybe it wouldn't go well and also if you need a rehabilitation tour doesn't that imply that maybe there's a part of you that needs to be rehabilitated and maybe it wasn't right otherwise why do you need to hire people to rehabilitate you yeah it know, means maybe, maybe you weren't ever habilitated in the first place. Back to Bella Thorne, I, um, I got a tweet that uh, shared some information that I was not aware of. Did you know that her boyfriend is a rapper from Minneapolis by the name oh. of Mod Son? I did not know that. Yeah, I don't know what a Mod Son is. Uh, we got to look into that. But uh, yeah, home count, or hometown connection. Well, she missed yeah. him. Uh, in his concert. Well, he will. It uh, looks like he'll be um, performing actually in California this evening and then back in uh, Minneapolis in March. Well, hopefully, she doesn't get stuck in traffic again. Yeah. He's from Bloomington, Minnesota. Look at that. Born in 1987. When we come back here on the Colleen and Bradley show, um, yesterday I started to tell you about how what scientists say about how often you need to clean some things. And we only got to one of those things, and it turned out Bradley had never cleaned his mattress at all. You're supposed to do that every two I mean, weeks. Who does? When I say Bradley, I mean nobody in this room, yeah. including myself, 
has ever cleaned their mattress. But apparently you're supposed to do that every two months. You're supposed to do that. Well, I've got some more scientist recommended cleaning plans that I'd like to share with you uh, in our next segment here on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. Lori and Julia. There's a new line of smart underwear. There are sensors. Oh, dear. Fun.com. We are Everything Entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. And uh, at this time of day, we like to enrich you a little bit with some science. For example, Bradley, do you know how often you are supposed to clean your refrigerator out? Um, I would say every two weeks. Hmm. Why? Because, oh. Because. I don't know where I am. It's Friday. Science. Did you say every two months? Two weeks. Two weeks. Okay. Well, you can wait another two weeks. A month? Once a month. Oh, okay. Uh, and specifically, you want to spend a lot of attention on what part of your refrigerator, according to scientists. The bottom? The vegetable drawer. Mm. That can have up to... The bottom. 750 times the safe level of bacteria. I mean, have you ever had a vegetable drawer that's full of melted vegetables? It's disgusting. It's gross. You got to take that whole thing out. You got to soak it. You got to put the stuff on it. I would say we don't clean it once a month. I would say maybe once every three months. You know, I mean, unless there's an obvious spill. Do you mean like the, yeah, like the whole, like Like take take everything out. You wash it all down. throw out the mayonnaise that's been in there Mm -hmm. for six months and nobody's Mm -hmm. eating and it's got a crust. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Thank you for the I mean, I don't know how mayonnaise has ever gone bad in my refrigerator, but I imagine in some people's it does. Maybe you're not eating french fries enough. Exactly. Yeah, that's the deal. Uh, Okay, how about your carpet? How often should you clean your carpet, according to scientists? tell me. How often (laughs) Clean the carpet? You mean other than vacuum? Like shampoo it. Shampoo? Uh, I would say shampoo the carpet once a month. Steam it every six months. Ew. Because just vacuuming Was this produced it, by the Carpet Steamers of America no, Society? This is literally, this is actual scientists weighing in on how often these cleaning jobs should be taking place based on how much bacteria is in these areas. I don't even want to think we have uh, carpet in one area of the home. And we have rugs throughout the house, but um, carpet in the upstairs bedroom. And I can't say that it's ever been steamed. Yes. I mean, ever? I'm. I don't. I've never done it. Yuck. Yeah. Do you want to borrow my steamer? No. Do okay. you have a steamer? Yeah. So this thing happens sometimes where my mom will buy something and she doesn't have anywhere to keep it, so she keeps it at my house, and then I get to use it. Oh. So we have a steamer for the carpets. We have a steamer for the floors. We have a couple of different types of steamers. We have a steamer. Oh my god. That we Your can house, get in How the- do you have room to walk? Because you literally like if I imagine a device, no doubt you will have it. I do not understand where you put all of these things. We have a we have like a little storage room uh under the front porch and that's where things get stored. Wow. Like name a device. I'll tell you if I have it. A copier. Well, we have that like with our printer, yeah. A copy machine. Yeah, it's like a copy printer scanner. Do you scanner. have a quesadilla maker? Not anymore. But we Not did. Not anymore, but well, you did. We did. It, it was a wedding gift. Do you have a juicer? No, that's I've never had a juicer. No. What about I a laminator? I have Well, two of course, laminators. I'm not going to ask the ones that I know she has. I have a laminator. Holly asked me why. Why do you have because a laminator, Bradley? Colleen bought me a damn laminator. Oh, well, you know what? I have a special project I think you could probably do with that laminator, Bradley trainer. What? Laminate your face? Nope. 
but there's some faces that need laminating. Well, it's not my job, Julia. <laughs> Can we just, we'll just quickly mention, Lori and Julia have set their sights on laminating all of the pictures on the man wall in our studio. And that is their goal for 2018. Exactly zero have been laminated, and Bradley's not offering up his laminator yeah. to assist in that. No, that is an expensive job. I'm not using my very expensive lamination Have supplies. you laminated one thing with your laminator? No, I don't need... What do I need to laminate? What don't you laminate? Oh, who needs to laminate anything? Um, we, I Holly, used, you got any laminated items? That would be a negative. Thank you. Listen, like my mom has come to me and said, I need you to laminate this. Like her, like her social security card or, you know, like cards are a good thing to laminate because I don't think you're supposed to laminate a public document. Is there a law against it? I think it's illegal. Is it really? No, I don't know. Holly's looking it up. No, but like, <laughs> like you know, or sometimes you get like an insurance card and you need to laminate that thing. Not the hard, you know. I, somehow I have paper. managed to go through life not laminating. I don't know how you've done that. It's not like cards are just like randomly falling to pieces in my hands. Oh. <laughs> Comes in handy. You know I'm going to give you crap every time you I know that and I don't care. Um, okay. How, I'm, we're talking about how often scientists say you should clean things. Uh, how about your pillows, Bradley? How often should you wash your pillows? Not the pillowcases, the pillows themselves. I don't know. Every uh, couple weeks. Every three months. Have you ever okay. washed your pillow? I'm sure Jamie has. Okay. He does that. So there you go. <clears throat> All right. Um, I think you're going to be excited about this. It turns out there will be a self-driving car without a steering wheel or pedals next year. <gasps> Why? Because. General Motors, no less, says that it will mass produce a self-driving car without a steering wheel or pedals in 2019. The Cruze AV will be a rebranded version of the Detroit firm's Chevy Bolt EV. The company filed a petition with the U.S. government seeking permission to do this, and it asked for 16 alterations to existing safety rules to enable its launch. I mean, presumably, like, you don't need, um, like, steering safety mechanisms Mm -hmm. if there's not a steering wheel. Um, they declined though to identify where and when testing will start. So who knows? You might just show up next to a self-driving car on a road within the year. Okay. I have to ask a question. Yeah. Cause I've thought about this a lot. Cause we talk about self-driving cars all the time on this show because it's something we're very excited about. To me, it feels like I would feel safer in a self-driving car if all the cars were self-driving cars. Does that make sense? No, yeah. We've talked about that. Yeah. There's two ways to do self-driving cars. The easiest way would just be to force everybody to have self-driving cars. Yeah. But um, that's not realistic. Of course it's not. So in the meantime, in between time, we're going to have to gradually integrate them into our traffic system. And that's what makes me nervous because I'm not nervous about the self-driving cars. I actually think they're probably safer than just about anything. What makes me nervous is the unpredictability of the drivered cars, cars with drivers, right? Well, you know, I I don't know if you know this, but they've, they, apparently this is interesting because I don't know the details of this particular GM project, but um, they have already, uh, they are already on the fourth generation of their driverless car. uh, Chevy is. 
And these cars are currently being tested on public roads in San Francisco and Phoenix. And very likely, this is not going to be like something you go to the store to buy. Because Mm -hmm. if you think about it, and this is one of the things I love about driverless cars, you don't really need to own a car if there's driverless cars. Oh, you're right. Right? Because you would just have a a fleet of robo-taxis that at any moment a car could just um, pull up to your house, take you where you want to go, let you out, boom, boom. Go about your business. Oh my gosh, I love that. Um, I will say that, uh, like I said, they will be a fleet of robo taxis, uh, likely beating off competition from rivals. Sounds thrilling, doesn't it? What beating off rivals? Yeah. yeah. Sounds thrilling. I have an update for you guys. Oh, what's that? Concerning laminating your social security card. Oh, uh oh. Now, some social security cards on the back of them have specific instructions that say do not laminate this card and ah. if it is laminated it then becomes invalid <gasps> and cannot be accepted okay i i should probably just add my mom has said to me will you laminate my social security card i have not yet laminated it and now that i know this we will check on her social security card want everyone to be safe thank you yeah, we Holly. don't want diane to end up at you know the passport office, and they won't terrible. take your dumb card mm-hmm. because you were laminating. So excited crazy. about my laminator! I'm trying to think of you guys. Really, I'm sad that you haven't uh, gotten wise to the beauty Nobody, of the laminator. Like that, you know why that just makes my head explode? Because like I love wasteful things in life. Like there are so many dumb gadgets that I have in my house that mm-hmm. I don't need, and I get that. But laminating is not one of them because I think like, oh, I have to laminate something. Okay, I'm going to have to dig that sucker out. I'm going to have to find some supplies. I bet I'm out of the supplies. And then there's probably some weird cartridge thing that I need to buy or like some kind of setup. And then I got to clean up and then there's bits that come with it. And it's going to take me 30 minutes. And I probably forgot where one of the dumb plugs is. And it's just going to end up being a, you know, an okay, exercise. I don't even know all the stuff you said because yeah. here's all you do with a laminar. All it is is like laminar? a heat- a laminator it's like a heat thing it's it's like a heat press so all you have to do is plug it into the wall it's that's all it's all it's all self-contained you do have to have laminating pouches that's the only thing you need to have yeah and you like put the I'll thing forget, betwixt and where it. do you get them and i bet target runs out of the ones no. that you need like no. i just had to go find oh my god no. the other day they, a all cartridge the laminating for my printer go with all the laminators a yeah. color print so i buy a printer at target mm-hmm. And I go to the uh, printer cartridge place and there is one option for me. And of course, it is the most expensive option because all the other ones are out of stock or they no longer sell it. That's annoying. And then I'm like, okay. That's annoying. Poor me. I'm sorry about that. I mean, I just want you to know that, such a hard life. that laminating is easy. <laughs> uh, hey, I just want to let everybody know you want to be listening throughout the two o'clock hour of the show because Holly will be playing that hot ticket sounder to get you tickets to the manuary party uh, that is coming up next Wednesday. So stay tuned and listen for that hot ticket sounder. When we come back, Paul McGuire Grimes is going to walk us through the Critics' Choice Awards that aired last night. My Talk 1071. Everything. If you will come with me, we'll float too. Entertainment. Lori and Julia here with Ann Tressler of Tressler Law. Now, Ann, we've heard that January has one of the highest rates for divorce filings than any other month of the year. And I'm wondering, is this because of the holidays, because of the new year starting? What's the deal? I think it really is affected by the holidays. I think a lot of people who are at a difficult point in their life try to maintain status quo for the sake of the children and the family during the holidays.